Usually people don't refer to weapons and relationships in the same sentence, but let's be honest. Anytime you're dealing with another person and everything they bring to the table, what they say and don't say, you're going to need a few tools or weapons to make everyone happy. As humans, we are driven by emotions. All the logic, all the raw intelligence you have, well, you can throw it out the window when it comes to relationships. It all comes down to emotions. And all emotions derive from needs. Print it out, put it on a sticky note, write it on your hand. Just don't forget, all emotions derive from needs. Remembering that one point will enhance your relationships exponentially. And from there, it's a no-brainer to figure out how to approach interactions. To build on this month's lesson on emotional intelligence in the Clarity Club membership, I want to go into detail on the four fundamental emotional needs, attention, affection, appreciation, and acceptance. And we refer to those as the four A's. The presence of these four core qualities can take any relationship from mediocre to memorable. If you think about it for a moment, relationships are reflections of what we innately desire. Everything we do is based on the expectation that it's going to generate more comfort and more joy, really and truly. And this is true for any successful relationship, whether it's career, personal, or random interaction with a stranger. It all comes down to these four qualities. Recognizing and implementing the four simple approaches I'm going to share with you today will enable you to model behaviors in alignment with the laws of nature, which will create more fulfilling relationships. So let's jump in. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. As we know from Ayurveda, from an emotional health standpoint, we've got to digest all emotional experiences because they can produce just as many toxins in the body as undigested food. So when we learn to incorporate the four A's into our life, we create the opportunity to improve physical and emotional well-being and experience more joy in interactions. You'll also find that over time, you cultivate the wisdom to allow others to just be as they are, which in and of itself is very freeing and helping of relationships. Learning the four A's immediately resonated with me because each one triggered an emotion and brought to mind specific occasions where I actually had examples of how implementing them produced a positive effect or where their absence left me feeling like something was just missing in the interaction. So going back to the core point, every single emotion you experience comes from a need. How do you feel 
when you receive attention and affection, if you are appreciated, if you are accepted, how do you feel? Like you matter, like you're heard, like the world is a better place because you're in it, right? Can you recall a specific time when you provided attention, affection, appreciation, or acceptance to another person? Do you remember how they responded? When people know they matter and are heard, they become magnets. <laughs> they instantly want more of what you're giving out. And I'm telling you, if you want an instant turnaround in energy of an interaction, bring in the four A's. It is so easy to implement these skills. Just think of how you'd like to be treated, then mirror it. Like Michael Jackson said, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. <laughs> you know how Forrest Gump says life is like a box of chocolates? You never know what you're going to get. People are like that too, right? Each person's personality and conditioning are as unique as their fingerprint. You never know what they've encountered during the day, let alone their life. It's a crapshoot as to how they might respond at any moment. And how often does anyone really tell you what they truly want? Usually, it's a guessing game. Your secret weapon in dealing with people is listening to what's not being said. And adding in the four A's, instantly, those four A's will increase your chances of creating a positive exchange. So I want to talk about the doshas, the mind-body types, and unmet needs. In Ayurveda, there are three mind-body types. What is super interesting is how the mind-body types, known as doshas in Sanskrit, react to unmet needs. Understanding different reactions helps to put a flashlight on how to deal with challenging situations. So let me give you an example. One situation applied to three different mind-body types along with the typical responses when their needs aren't being met. See if you can find yourself or a loved one in this situation. So here's the objective situation. Let's call her Jane. Jane spends the afternoon grocery shopping because she wants to try a new recipe for her family. Everyone, as my husband says, when they're finished, eats burps and leaves without commenting on the effort she made putting into the meal. Does anyone resonate with the cook? Mm. So how many of you <clears throat> know a person who would more likely blame themselves for the situation and wonder what they did wrong? Oh my gosh, I didn't follow the recipe properly. Should I have tried a different dish they may have liked better? What could I do differently next time? They may get anxious, worry, or feel guilty for not cooking something that was more appealing, that it elicited more of a response. And of all times to experiment, why did I choose this meal? These are typical responses of the Vada mind body type. Now, how many of you know a person that in the same situation might get ticked off <laughs> or press their point of view, letting everyone know, look, I went out of my way to fix something nice. The least you could say is you liked it or didn't like it. I'd like a little bit of feedback, please. Could you do any better? They might feel angry or hostile and become sarcastic or aggressive and decide not to waste their time again. Textbook pitta response. My husband's favorite response when someone doesn't respond with praise to something he's done. Yes, he's a pitta. 
he'll say, well, what you got in it? <laughs> or how much did it cost you? A bundle of joy, right? <laughs> I'm a pit of two, by the way. Um, the third mind-body type, kapha, might try to ignore the situation that exists and completely withdraw. They might become sad or discouraged, maybe stubborn or moody, keep it all to themselves and wonder why no one notices when they try to do something right or nice. The thing is we all react to not having our needs met in different ways. And this is why, first of all, understanding the doshas is important, but also why implementing attention, affection, appreciation, acceptance into our daily interactions with others is so important because it really helps to foster healthy relationships. So let me tell you about a time I decided to test the four A's. Once I started seeing how loved ones responded to the four A's, I decided to expand the test circle. And I'll never forget deciding to test the theory out on a stranger. I was on a hunt for a grumpy, disengaged person. Unfortunately, finding those types of people these days is not all that hard. So I went into the local hardware store, and at the self-checkout, the attendant seemed despondent, like she was there but wasn't happy about it. You know the kind of person I'm talking about. They avoid eye contact. Their posture is a little bit off. You can tell their mind is anywhere but in the present moment. Well, this lady kind of blended into the background and honestly seemed quite unapproachable. Most people would cringe at having to interact, but I thought, perfect test subject. If I can get the forays to work on her Miss Grumpy Pants, it should work on anyone. <clears throat> and I took it as a challenge that day. Reaching into my well-being toolkit, I pulled out attention and appreciation to engage her and break the ice. And I smiled in this nice, non-creepy way, of course, and said, I'm so bad with these scanners. Would you mind showing me how to do it? Of course, being her job, she walked right over and began helping. Phase two, appreciations. As she showed me what to do, I added, I bet you get asked for help a lot. It's so good having someone who knows what they're doing regarding this computer stuff. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Mission complete. Literally, a smile and two comments. Her whole demeanor changed. Her solemn face now actually had a smile that mirrored mine. And in a matter of two minutes, it was like giving sugar water to a limp plant. She had perked right up. It's like she had a purpose again. Hmm. How often do you run into people just going through the motions? Heck, perhaps you're one of those people who feel like they're just showing up and the world is happening around you. Our fundamental human needs and biological responses to those needs when they aren't met are key to improving our well-being. So I want to challenge you to find test subjects and see how attention and appreciation can totally turn around the situation. You'll find doors get opened figuratively and literally, upgrades are given, discounts are applied, and I'm telling you, these two tips are golden. People respond so positively when you acknowledge them and you appreciate them. So much of our emotional turbulence comes from how we communicate. So let's talk about the four A's in a little more detail and why they work such wonders. Attention. Any teachers and parents in the audience will know 
that positive attention plays a significant role in developing a child's positive self-image. Positive attention helps a child internalize information, being shared, and build confidence. And attention is just focused awareness. We all need to feel seen, heard, recognized. We need to know we matter and are part of something. How do people react when they're seeking attention? They may fish for compliments. Do you like this outfit? What do you think of my new haircut? A person seeking attention may even do something controversial to garner a reaction. They might pretend to be unable to do something uh, so someone will help them. How many of you know people that embellish stories a bit? They can run faster, jump higher, catch more fish than anyone, right? The bottom line is most people seek attention in one way or another. Knowing that and offering the compliment before it's requested or commenting on accomplishments before they're shared, we can do so many little things to provide positive attention. And if you're still stumped on how to give attention, think about how you seek attention. What matters to you? What feels nice when someone notices you? And based on that, how might you offer attention to others, okay? So let's talk about affection. Affection comes in all different forms. It's not necessarily just romantic or for the touchy-feely types. It can be a smile, a gesture, or a gentle touch. Even speech with soft tones can be a sign of affection. Often, it's not even what we say, but how we say it. Remember how I told you the lady perked up with a smile and a simple compliment? Dr. Gary Chapman talks about love languages and how people give and receive love in many different ways through words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, time, and of course, touch. And it's so interesting to see different approaches. I'm an equal opportunity employer. Tell me I'm doing well. Give me a gift. Spend time with me. We're all good. On the other hand, my husband loves receiving affirmation and shows affection through gifts. Everybody is different. So when it comes down to affection, testing the waters and seeing what people respond to is a great start. And the best thing is a smile or a kind gesture doesn't cost a thing. So next up, appreciation. Who doesn't want to feel appreciated? We used to have a sales rep that would bring donuts to the girls in the office as a thank you. I don't know if he did it for him or them. (laughs) Everyone would literally go nuts over the Krispy Kreme original glaze and him for bringing them in. There were no qualms if he ever needed to fix an error on his paperwork. I think people said to themselves, Krispy Kreme, I got you. People like to feel appreciated and they return the favor for appreciation. My good friend in Boston sent me a care package the other day. It had a recipe flyer from her local grocery store didn't cost her anything, with some recipes she thought that I'd enjoy, an Ayurvedic cookbook she was passing down, and a Yeti tumbler she knew I'd like. The note in the package was something to the effect of, thank you for being such a good friend. I hope you enjoy. And don't you know, I was grinning ear to ear as I opened and explored the goodies. Whether it's staying late to help your team meet a deadline helping a friend find that special dress for her son's wedding, or lending a hand. Everyone wants to feel valued and appreciated. And when your actions are acknowledged, it matters. So how do you show appreciation? A simple thank you, a note, a compliment. Just listen. There are so many ways to express gratitude. 
Think of what would make you feel appreciated and do that. Last, acceptance. It's easy to accept the good parts of people. (laughs) When they do things that are inspiring or make you happy, but man, is it a challenge to accept the not-so-desirable qualities. Let's take a moment and check the perfection meter, shall we? (laughs) No one is perfect. Being able to give unconditional grace to others and ourselves, for that matter, allows us to create a safe place so people can be vulnerable and know they're in a no-judgment zone. So when you're tested to the limit and struggling to accept the situation or the person creating the situation, I'll give you a great question to ask yourself. Where have I acted like this in my life? Bam! Back to that mirror. The gift of recognizing is we can take the lesson and wisdom and use it positively. It enables us to support others when they're in a place of need or suffering. So start with looking in the mirror. How would you like to feel at the end of the day? Change how you treat yourself. Change how you treat others. Notice how implementing attention, affection, appreciation, and acceptance totally change the paradigm of how we and others show up. And when we give, we receive. So make it a challenge to see how many of the four A's you can implement today. This is Mika signing out and saying, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember, a clear mind is a powerful mind. So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.